I saw you in an ice cream parlor Drinking milkshakes cold and long Smiling and waving and looking so fine Don't think you knew you were in the song And it was cold and it rained So I felt like... Hello everyone, uh, welcome back from a extended break from Hashtag It's Tuesday. Um, I've been traveling a lot for the past few weeks. I went to Boston for a week over Christmas, and then uh, I spent a week in Tennessee with my family over New Year's, and then I've been spending the last week in California with a very special person who is pretty integral to this podcast, Uh, and she is here to talk to you a little bit today about, obviously, her favorite part of her past three weeks, which she'll tell you more about. So, without further ado, uh, the impetus for this podcast and the, whatever, I don't know, the astounding woman in the flesh, Miss Whitney Shequin. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) So my voice is a little raspy. We're getting over a cold that we were both ailing with over the holidays. So, um, as Lauren alluded to, we are going to talk about our visit to the Biltmore Estate in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, So, as I often do on trips that Lauren and I take, um, I typically drag him to some... You have to drag me. Some architectural landmark. Okay, the Biltmore is really cool. Yeah. I think that in all of our trips, my architectural pilgrimage sites have been enjoyable for both of us. Yeah. I mean, I've been to the Biltmore many times more than you. In fact, I was recalling, my mom went with us, and I was telling her I had, I think, on this one trip we went, I was pretty young, I was probably like 10, but I had this really awesome Coors Light branded fanny pack. Um, this was Appropriate for 10-year-olds. This was obviously when fanny packs <clears throat> were in, um... And yeah, appropriate for 10-year-olds to be, um, what do you call it, like advertising um, adult beverages. But anyway, I I had like all sorts of cool stuff in it. I had this um, little box that would like, you could press a button and it would make a sound of a grenade. And I thought that was the coolest thing on the planet. And I had a sheriff's badge and I had a couple other things in there and I took it with me everywhere. And I left it in the bathroom at the Biltmore one time when we went there and I was so upset and I realized it when we were like driving later and I wanted to go back but my parents wouldn't let me uh but anyway that was 20 my... years later it was not still it was not they yeah I checked the lost and found bin and there was no Coors Light fanny pack so uh still a disappointment but anyway, anyway. <clears throat> sorry that <laughs> major segue um <clears throat> so For those of you who don't know, the Biltmore Estate is the biggest private house in the United States. It's huge. Um, It's it's like, hang on, and I'll tell you how big it is. Uh, It's 178,000 square feet, um, so pretty big, uh, slightly larger than our apartment. Roughly 200-something rooms. I can't remember the I think it was like 255, but I do remember there were 47 bathrooms. Which is obscene. One of the things that was cool about mm. the bathrooms was that you they said there were so many bathrooms that how would you figure out where they all were? Well, and like so many rooms in general. Right. 
And they said that every single bathroom, you could see a piece of marble that's kind of the threshold between yeah. the hallway and the bathroom floor, which I thought was funny. Yeah, because so like, in, with the door closed, with all the doors closed in the hallway, you could tell which rooms were the bathroom because they had that marble threshold and the other rooms didn't. And I thought that was funny because in modern building practices, you would want to hide that. Yeah. You wouldn't want that. But anyway... Um, so the Belmar estate is, um, the home of George Washington Vanderbilt II. Mm. Um, he was a, uh, just a young 32 year old bachelor who wanted a real big house. He was a, I mean, he was insanely wealthy. He never worked a day in his life. Right. So he, um, his grandfather, right, was, was Cornelius Vanderbilt who is famously you took a hundred dollars that he uh, loaned from his mother, which he used to uh, begin a ferry service from Staten Island to Manhattan. And by the time he had died, he had turned that one hundred dollars into one hundred million dollars, which we just was looked in up. like the he died in eighteen seventy seven and a hundred and five million dollars was his wealth, his net worth, which is equivalent to two point three billion dollars today. So that sucker was rich. Anyway, so generations after him of his children and grandchildren never had to work and they were super wealthy and got to do whatever the heck they wanted. So anyway, George Washington Vanderbilt the second mm-hmm. um built built more. Um and uh, thanks to the audio tour mm. that we took. Thank you to Lurie. Thanks, Lurie. Shout out. Uh, we, we Love you, Mom. We originally cheaped out on that option, but Okay, the Biltmore is really stupidly expensive, so... <laughs> she insisted we do the audio tour, and we're very happy about it, because we learned a lot of various facts. Mm. Um, but, uh, so, anyway, one key component was that we did the tour during, on the last day of the Christmas candlelight... Uh, tour period, which is around Christmas time. Truly a holiday experience. Yes. Around Christmas time, they decorate the house for Christmas, and there's a huge Christmas tree out front. And um, There's Christmas trees in every room. Roaring like, fireplaces. <laughs> yeah. Carolers. It's mm. very nice. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, so we arrived a couple of hours before our tour, and we walked around the grounds, which were... Um, one of the interesting parts to me because uh, they were designed by Frederick Law Olmsted. And for listeners of this podcast, they may remember mm. from an earlier episode, Old Frederick Freddy. Law Olmsted. Mm-hmm. He designed the Mountain View Cemetery, which was my first episode. So we're really coming full circle here. Um, yeah, I mean, he's like, whatever, the founder of landscape architecture. So he's done, and he actually did a bunch, we were just looking, he did a bunch of um, the houses that the Vanderbilt family um, built. They uh, are pretty famous. They have a bunch of different houses. Um, so they have, uh, at the time, they had a house on um, Fifth Ave in New York City. and it Which was, was the biggest house in New York City. Yeah, it was the, like, the largest <clears throat> house in New York City. Uh, it's since been demolished and turned into whatever, an Apple store or something. But uh, they also have a house, um, I guess it's George's brother, Cornelius II, he built the Breakers in yes. Newport. So I had visited the Breakers Mansion in Newport, which is um, pretty famous, although a couple of people I've talked to had never heard of it before. But um, 
Those fools. Oh, jeez. Ignorant. So in Newport, Rhode Island, um, you can go on tours of these different mansions, and there's a bunch of um, mansions kind of in a row along the cliff over the water, and they're all very beautiful, and um, you can go tour them. And so I have gone to visit the Breakers, and I knew it was a Vanderbilt house, but I couldn't remember who, which of the many wealthy Vanderbilts it belonged to. But evidently, they have several different mansions in Newport, uh, not just the Breakers, but... Um, to put it in perspective, I think the Biltmore is like probably, I don't know, three times, if not more, larger. Oh, this is 70 rooms. So, and it's 125,000 square feet. So it's, I don't know, seven times as big, four times as big. (laughs) We'll, we'll look into the math and we'll get back to, to the details about that. But, um, anyhow, uh, this wealthy family has done a lot of different things, including founding the Vanderbilt University, you might know, know mm, of. Yeah, it's in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I almost went to school there, but it was expensive. They did not fund Lauren's <laughs> they, yeah, tuition, unfortunately. They, they so. only were going to give me half, so <laughs> not good enough. Um, they also, this is kind of weird, so we were just, when we were in Boston, we went and um, spent the day with Whitney's um, Shequin family, uh, so her cousins and aunt and uncle uh, and grandma, and they were talking about Shelburne Farms in Shelburne, Vermont, which is evidently this place that, I don't know, the Shequins go uh, as a family, but it is also <laughs> a Vanderbilt property. They call it an quote-unquote ornamental farm, uh, so I'm guessing... It was more like, we just want to have a farm. We don't really care about whether it works or not. But also designed by Frederick Law Olmsted. That guy is like like in the pocket of the Vanderbilts. Um, but anyway, pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's all like, guild, they, were all, they were all built in the Gilded Age. So like late 1800s. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of houses. So we've gotten a little off track. Yeah, I don't even but, know. Yeah, the Biltmore. Back to the Biltmore. <laughs> this is what happens. This is, I taught Lurie the term rabbit hole. Mm. This is what happens when you browse the internet for information. You go down a rabbit hole and we've, we have gotten well off of our main topic. But anyway, so we went on a tour of the Biltmore um, and it was very cool. Both Lauren and Lurie got in trouble for taking photos inside. Okay. They don't give you a good enough... Signage. Better so, signage. Yeah, if anyone from the Biltmore Estate is listening to this, probably signs would be better. Yeah. Um, also, it was very fun because we had just played Clue the night before with my family and niece. And so we had been joking, uh, like, while we were playing Clue, we were, like, you know, using British accents. And, like, oh, it was, you know... Colonel Mustard with, in, the conservatory. in the conservatory, in the billiard room. And then we were in a house that had literally every room that's in the the game Clue is, like, in the house. There's a billiard room, there's a ballroom, there's a study, there's a conservatory, there's a lounge. Um, so, yeah, it was cool because we were, like, joking around while we were there. Oh, one funny thing that I thought of. So... Are you talk about that car pot? Shh. Oh, sorry. Give me it away. So... One of the major things, so so the reason given for them not allowing photos um, was because the whole point of the experience is to maintain this sort of, the ambiance of 
the way that that like an authentic feeling of the house. So, for example, they had 15 watt light bulbs in all of the light fixtures because this was kind of early electricity. It was yeah, it was like one of the houses, the first houses, especially in the South, to have um, like indoor plumbing and indoor electricity. So, so they had Edison bulbs um, all over the house, and so um, it was really dimly lit and um, with you know fireplaces and candles and stuff like that. It was just very uh, you know, a particular feel and they wanted it to feel authentic. Um, and one of those authentic, uh, ambiance creating items that they chose to do was, um, in a very Downton Abbey like aspect of the tour, you got to go to the downstairs, um, where all the kind of servants quarters and the kitchen and all that kind of stuff is, which we found very interesting and couldn't stop talking about how much it was like Downton Abbey. Um, and there's a, Pretty much as soon as you get downstairs, and especially when you're walking through the kitchens, um, it smelled like food was cooking. And, um, you know, I think they were shooting for some authenticity uh, with that. But uh, at one point, I spotted just like a little red light in the corner. And I realized, I pointed out to Lauren, that they actually had a crock pot hidden in the corner behind the oven. Um, that We're not sure what was in it. Maybe a... A roast of some kind. Yeah, a nice roast, a ham. Maybe just some potpourri. But uh, we joked that they would just cook a roast every day in a crock pot, and then that's what they have for lunch the next day. But um, we thought that that was pretty amusing. We chuckled. We chuckled. It was amusing, yes. Yeah. The servants' quarters are really cool, and uh, one thing that I thought was really cool about it that I hadn't considered is, like, a lot of people think of, like, your you know, quote unquote, a servant or you're like, you work for this really rich family, but they were like the, the people who were the servants were like pretty high class in the area. It was a really depressed economy. And, um, I think most, most of the reason that Asheville is even a city there is because, um, they basically needed a city to build this house. Uh, it, they built it over a decade and they needed a ton of laborers and people moved there. And so homes were built and churches were built and it turned into a city and built more houses like in downtown Asheville. Like it isn't a long drive away. It's like right there. Um, and so it's really kind of cool because those people that, you know, worked for the Vanderbilts, yes, they lived in the basement, but like they kind of had good lives compared to a lot of the other people that lived in, you know, uh, the mountain towns of the Southeast at that time. Um, the Appalachians. Yeah, the Appalachians. Um, so yeah, I, I just, that was something I hadn't considered. Um, <clears throat> that was kind of cool. So anyway, I don't know. That's kind of it. Do you have anything um, else exciting? Should we tell them where they might find the Biltmore Estate in pop culture? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously what I remember most is um, in Richie Rich. That's his house. And they do, like, some flyover shots. And I was like, hey, that's the Biltmore. I've been there. Um, Of course, the Biltmore doesn't have a McDonald's in it. But, uh, yeah, Richie Rich. They, like, like four-wheel through the gardens and stuff in the movie. That's, like, the one that I remember. But we did look it up, and there's a bunch more. Um, Evidently, Forrest Gump, Last of the Mohicans, can't think of when in that movie that could possibly be. Um, probably just the grounds. I bet it's the grounds for a lot of these. Yeah. Like, uh, but I've returned to The Secret Garden, I'm sure. Like, why did we remake The Secret Garden? I don't know. But anyway, Return to The Secret Garden, Hannibal, Patch Adams, Season saddest eight movie ever. of the television series One Tree Hill. 
If anyone's a fan? Uh, no one. No one is a fan. No one that I'm friends with is a fan. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, that's about it. So... Well, we had a wonderful time, and we recommend visiting yeah. the Biltmore Estate. And if you're going to go, you should go with my mom. She is a blast. I've been with her probably every time I've ever been. But she will leave you and Oh, in your dust. text you later and be like, I finished. I'm hanging out upstairs. So um, <laughs> keep, a, keep a close eye on her if you go with her because she will shoot right past you. Um, she's no nonsense on the tours. So anyway, we love you, Mom. Uh, so Whitney leaves tonight to go back to Boston. Um, I tried to convince her that her flight got canceled, but it didn't work. She's smart. So we're about to go get some lunch and drink some beer with our friends, and we're excited about that. And so we will depart. Um, but anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, yeah. That's all we got. We've got five, yeah.